it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tonight's guest is Latricia. Latricia, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate your time. Latricia, please give us a brief bio on yourself. My name is Latricia. I'm from East Texas. We live in the big town of Fruitvale. We moved there around 2010, and that's where it all started. That's when it got interesting, unfortunately. Latricia, why did you decide to come on the show and tell the listeners about all of your dogman encounters? Well, I wanted people to know that, you know, they're not the only ones that have encountered these creatures or whatever they are. Well, that's admirable that you want to put the word out like that. Like you just said, you moved into your house around 2010, and not all that long after that, One of your neighbors gave you an ominous warning. Please tell us the story behind that. Yes. uh, When we moved in, she told me uh, we went over there to like give her some cookies. And me and my kids have baked some cookies for, you know, the neighbors. And we wanted them to know that if they ever need anything, that they're more than welcome to come over. Just a friendly neighbor type deal. And she said, well just so you know, there's 
really big things out in the woods. And I said, what kind of big things? And she said, I'm just going to tell you there's big stuff out there to keep your kids close. And I kind of paused and I didn't know what she was talking about. Well, that subject ended. We went home and a few years later, that's when the sightings began. You poor thing. Here you were trying to get used to living in a new home and she drops an ominous warning on you like that. That wasn't what you wanted to hear, I'm sure. Another one of your neighbors has had a lot of problems with the dogman you're going to tell us about tonight. Please expand on that for us. Yeah, my neighbor across the road, he's got a bunch of cattle. And the night before he came over, we had it sounded like a bunch of coyotes like um howling and a bunch of screams going on i didn't understand what the screams were but i took and brought my dogs inside because i had two outside dogs at the time so i brought them in so the next day my neighbor had come by and he asked me if i'd heard you know all the howling that had gone on that night before. And I told him yes. And he said that he didn't appreciate my dogs killing his calf. And I told him, I said, my dogs didn't. I said, when all, when I started hearing all that howling, I brought my dogs inside. I said, and it continued. I said, it scared me. And it, it definitely scared my dogs. And he said, uh, he didn't believe me that he thought my dogs had killed his calf. And I told him, I said, that was impossible because my dogs were inside. I said, my dogs were scared to death, so I brought them inside. And he said his calf was mutilated and all his cattle were terrified. And I told him, I said, well, I don't know what to tell you. I said, but I know my dogs didn't do it. When he told you about that, I'm sure you're really starting to wonder what you got yourself into when you moved into that house. Absolutely. Yeah, I can understand why you would. From what I understand, you've had problems of your own with dogs and other animals being killed around your property. Please talk us yes. through that. Yeah, um, last year in 2020, we got this pit bull mix female. And it was around June, July 2020. She showed up at our house. Well, it was actually her and I guess her brother showed up at her house and they were tan both of them well he ended up getting killed i was assuming by a vehicle on the highway but she ended up having 13 babies well now it's 2021 in the month of august and we have her and her son left 12 of those puppies have been killed we did not give not one of them away. We kept every one of them, and 12 of them got killed. If it wasn't one at a time, it was two, and it was every month around the same time, we would lose at least one or two, and now we only have one left. About three weeks ago, we lost one. We have not seen hiding or hair of him, have not found any bones. We've gone around looking for him and we haven't found him he just disappeared but after he disappeared we noticed that his mama and his brother were real skittish 
wanting to hide and not come out for days. Well, I don't blame them if dogs are being picked off left and right like that. That's horrible. Yeah. For about seven to eight years, you just heard strange things around your property, but you didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Did you ever start right. to wonder if someone was just playing pranks on you? Yeah, at night, I would hear, like, it sounded like people talking, but I'd go out there and nobody would be there. Or we would hear stuff on the roof, and it, it would kind of scare us, you know. And then we would hear the howls or the screams at night. And it just kind of kind of scared you. You did, really did not want to go outside at night, for sure. But during the day, you know, you got to looking around. And after so many years of that, I got to look in and like, where are those screams and all those that the craziness happened? Um, where is it coming from? And so I, I was looking around one day and I seen something in the tree. And that was the first time I seen something. And then I seen it looked like babies, a baby I guess dog meant, I don't know what, it looked like a baby dog in the tree. And there were two of them. They were fighting over the scraps I'd thrown out there. One of them had a piece of it in his hand and they were fighting over it, it looked like. And um, that was like the second or third time I'd seen something. But yeah, it's been pretty crazy. It sure sounds like it. Your sisters didn't believe you when you told them about the first encounters you had with dogmen around the property. But they had encounters of their own not all that long after that. Before you tell us about your encounters, what can you tell us about the ones that they had? Yeah, my youngest sister had the first encounter, I believe. I'd gone and taken some food out there to feed them because I'd started feeding them. And, you know, just to let them know that I wasn't a threat. My kids weren't a threat and I didn't want them hurting us. So I thought, well, if I feed them, maybe they won't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I w was taking some food out there and my sister had pulled up and her boyfriend. And 
and she started laughing at me and making fun of me. And I was telling her about all these sightings I'd had. And she was like, you're crazy. You've lost you going off your rocker. And I was like, no, I'm being for real, you know? And I was like, you know what? I just wish you would see one, just one sighting. That way you would know I'm not, I've not lost it. And as soon as I said that, it was like one, it, it looked like a female. It jumped down out of the tree and took off back further in the woods. And I pointed at her at the dog looking thing. And I was like, see, I'm not crazy. There's one right there. She had just jumped out of the tree. And my sister was like puzzled. She was shocked. It, she was shook, man. And I told her, I said, see, I'm not crazy. I've not lost it. You know, there's one right there. And she just couldn't believe it. She was floored. And then my other sister, it was at night. We were going to sleep and it was like two or three in the morning. Something had woke her up. She said it felt like somebody was looking at her or just a weird feeling. Well, she woke up and it looked like the, there was a big shadow just coming closer to the window. And she was looking out the window. So we had real tall windows. And all of a sudden, she seen this figure in the window. And it was the dog man. It was just standing right there looking inside our window at us. Of course, it didn't bother me because I've seen him for years. But it really bothered my sister. This was her first thing. This was my oldest sister's the first encounter. She seen it. and. After that, she was like, I don't want to sleep near the window, cover it up. You know, I don't want them staring at me at night. She was like, tell them to go away. Like, I can't tell them nothing. They're going to do what they want to do when they want to do it. You know, she was like, well, how, how are you going to make these things not look at us at night while we're sleeping? And I was like, well, either get used to it or don't come over and sleep in, you know, don't spend the night with me, you know, because that's what they do. You know, you can't control it. But that was their encounters. Normally, you hate to hear that someone had a dogman encounter, but if your sisters are going to make fun of you the way they did, then I guess it kind of is poetic justice. Yes. All right, Latricia, please tell us about your encounters now. Give us every last detail that comes to mind. Okay, my first encounter. Let me see. Besides the screaming and hollering and the howling at night, my first encounter, I believe it was when me and my husband, we had gone off in the woods. You know, we were we had been feeding uh, the deer and he was up by the house and I heard somebody say my name. And after I heard that, I got to looking around and it looked like a female standing like on a branch up in the tree and I could see half her breast. So that was my first time I'd ever seen something. I'd never seen its face. I seen just half its body. So I was like, well, that's a weird tree right there. It never moved. It was standing, I mean, God awful still. And then I went up by the house, you know, I had that feeling like something was staring at me. And it was kind of scary. So I just went back to the house. Well, a few weeks later, me and my husband, uh, he had mowed a strip into the woods 
where we had been feeding the deer and we went out there just to see if we could see any tracks or maybe see a deer and all of a sudden I'd gotten a sticker in my leg it was like one of those blackberry bushes and it had hit my leg and I felt it it was like oh my gosh that hurts so I bent down and propped my hand up I thought it was a tree and I put my hand up there and went to grab that sticker out of my leg and when I did the tree moved and I looked up it was not a tree and it was a it looked like the butt cheek of one of these dog men and it was standing right here at my face and it's I mean it jumped and when it did I did not see where it went it was gone so that kind of scared me so I went back to the house and the next time that I seen something my dogs were going crazy I looked outside there was this I guess it was a mutt. It was coming up in our yard. It had mange so bad that all its hair had fallen out. And my dogs were going crazy barking at it. And I told her, I said, get home, go, you know, like go away, you know. And as soon as I said that, I seen something running towards that mutt that had the mange. And I looked over, it was out of my left eye. I looked, it was like the peripheral. I looked over and I seen, it looked like a man. And all of a sudden this man got down on all fours and took off after this mutt. And all of a sudden I was like, that's not a man, that's a dog. It was a black dog. It had a white rim around its, like all the way around its neck. And it was huge. I mean, it was big. I guess the next day, I went to take my kids to school. And what do you know? It had, I guess it had killed this mutt and brought it back up to our house and put it in the ditch. I guess so we would know that it had killed it. And that was kind of scary too, you know. I guess... It wanted us to know that, you know, hey, I got this for you. I guess it was proud of it. I don't know. But that was just weird. And then the next encounter, my dogs were going crazy. I I brought them in because they were like scared to death of something. So I brought them inside and they started barking at something while they were inside our house. So I went outside to check and see what they were barking at. And I look up. At first, I, I heard this growling. I look up to see where it was coming from. And we look straight out of our door. We have a sidewalk going straight to our circle drive where we park. And there was, uh, we have a, a chain link fence that goes around our house. Well, right on the sidewalk there's a gate and our gate always stayed open and right inside the gate where you walk through there was this head and it was just laying down right there inside that gate and the head was nearly as big as the gate was it was huge and I looked up and I seen that head and I thought oh my god I am about to die it scared me to death. 
I just slowly backed away and went inside my house real fast and closed the door and locked it. So that was that encounter. Well, the, uh, there was another time that we were sleeping and I brought the dogs inside and it was like two or three in the morning and all of a sudden I hear something. Well, I thought, what in the world? So I just, I didn't think anything of it. I just went back to sleep. Well, the next morning I got up around five or six. I mean, that morning I got up around five or six and I went to go to the restroom and all of a sudden I seen my front door wide open. I mean, it was wide open. And I thought, oh my God, either one of the kids and I thought, surely my kids did not leave this door open. So I went and asked every one of my kids, I have four children, if they had left the door open and they hadn't even been near the door. I make sure my door is locked every night. And I guess my husband, had, you know, he didn't lock the door and I forgot to lock it. Well, something had opened our door during the middle of the night. And so that was one encounter. and. Let me see. There's, um, trying to think of the other encounters I've had besides my neighbor across the street. His cow got killed and he thought it was my dogs and it wasn't. There was the one in the, um, I guess the woods. I touched his rear. And then there was one that hollered my name out. I looked up. It was a female, half a female body. The one inside my gate, its head. The one that took off after the mutt. My sister's seeing those two encounters. I mean, it's just one after the other. And, oh, yeah, there's another one that I went out there to feed them. And when I put the food down, I we had been having snakes real bad. I said, if you will kill these snakes, I will keep feeding you every week. Well, the next day I walk out there and there was a snake dead right where I walk. It was about four foot long. It was a copperhead and the head of it had been smushed. And I thought, dear God, it heard me and it is actually doing what I'm asking him to do. That kind of freaked me out because I was like, it actually did it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. And then I started seeing them on the other side of the property. So I switched where I was feeding them and started feeding them on the other side of the property. And it was like the side that I was feeding them on got pissed off. And that night after I'd fed them on the different side of the property, I heard a big boom outside the back of my window and I got to look and to see what happened, you know, why it was, you know, what that boom was about. And I noticed there was a baseball bat underneath the tree and there was about three or four inches in diameter, a tree limb. It had been, I guess, broken with the baseball bat. And I'm assuming it broke it. One of these dog men got pissed because I was feeding them at the other side of the property and it pissed them off. They didn't like that, that I moved their feeding spot. But yeah, that's, that's a lot of the main encounters that we've had. It's been crazy around our house. <laughs> that's to say the least. It sure sounds like it has been crazy. You told us about what happened when you had all those sightings, Latricia, but you didn't tell us much at all about how those dogmen looked. Please take your time and do that now. Yeah, I've seen two different colored ones. One of them that was inside the gate, he was tan, and he looked like he had yellow eyes and really big ears that had like hair like poking off the top of the ears. and. He was massive, I mean massive, and sitting as still as the fence was. I barely seen him. The reason I noticed him was when he started growling at me. When he started growling, I looked to where it was growling and seen it barely. I almost walked up to it. That's how still it was. I didn't see it until it, it did that growl sound. But it was a tannish color, and his eyes were like a yellow, and he had really big ears, and he was massive. Well, the other one that I seen was black. I never seen its eyes, but I seen its ears. They were really big, and it had this white band like around its neck. And that's the one that took off after the mutt. It was massive. Very massive. But um, those are the only two that I've actually, like, seen the colors. But I know they were huge. I mean, big. But I, I've not got to see, like, the whole body all at once. It's either the frontal view, like their face or whatever, or a side view. The one that was black was the side view the one that was tan was the front of the face the view of the front of the face but that's what i've seen 
they had big teeth too. The one that was at the fence, it had huge teeth. I'm assuming their teeth, the size of them were like two and a half to three inches long. And that was like their canines on the side. That's how big I thought they were. Sounds like seeing those teeth made an impression on you. I can understand why it did. Yeah, they were. it was scary. Very scary. Especially right there at my front door. Well, yeah, that would be scary. You told us that you saw that one that seemed to have half of a female body. What did you mean by that? Yeah, it was standing up in the tree. And when I looked up there, it was hiding behind the tree. And I could see half of it. It was a female, had female parts. It was hiding behind the tree. And all I seen was half of its body. I could, I could see one breast and then one leg. And then it had um, the, the bottom part of its foot was like hidden in the, in the leaves. But the head was hidden too. So all I seen was half of its like torso. And it, it was a female. It had a dark color to it, almost the color of a tree, like an oak tree. It was real dark and it, it, it blended in really well. But that's when I heard my name, Trish. You know, everybody calls me Trish or Mama. And uh, I heard somebody say Trish. And I looked around and nobody was out there with me. I was by myself. And I asked my husband when I got back to the house, I said, why are you hollering at me? You know, and he said, I wasn't hollering at you. I was inside. I said, well, where are the kids? They were in their rooms. So I was out there by myself and somebody was hollering at me and it was not my family. So it was pretty creepy. Yeah, I'm sure it was awfully creepy. And I won't call you mama, but I will call you Trish. Trish, before you yeah. saw that, <laughs> Trish, before you saw that female dog man in that tree, what was your husband's take on all this? He thought I was crazy. <laughs> He's like, you have lost it. You're off your rocker. And, you know, I still pray that one day he might see one or encounter it. I don't want him to be scared like I've been in the past, but I want him to at least see one so he knows I'm not crazy. Well, it's not like you're the only person there who's seen one. After all, your sisters have seen dogmen too, so they could always back right. you up. That's true. Yeah, and thank goodness for that too. When you're telling us about that female dogman, you mentioned female body parts. Are you talking about human female style breasts, or do that dogman's breasts look more like a female canid's breast? No, it looked like a human style breast. But the legs didn't look human. They looked like they were backwards. Yeah, canine-style legs. How many dogmen do you think you have hanging around your property? I think it's a family of them because I've seen the babies. I've seen two. Um, I think they were males and then one female. So I think there's a family of them. You're probably right. It sure sounds like you do have a family hanging around. And you just mentioned the babies. How big were they? 
Uh, they were about three foot, maybe four foot tall. Okay, three to four feet or so. Do they look like miniature versions of the big dog men, or do they have puppy-like features? How would you describe their appearance? No, they look like miniature dog men. Wow, that would really take a lot to get used to. Trish, you hold the title of being the only eyewitness who's ever told me about actually touching a dog man's butt cheek. How did it feel? Was it really firm, or did it feel soft, like a person's butt cheek? No, it was very firm, and it was cold outside, so it wasn't, like, hot. It was kind of cooler to the touch. My hands stay hot because I have arthritis, and when I touched it, it kind of, I was, like, stunned because, first of all, it wasn't the tree, and second of all, it was hard as a rock, (laughs) And then when I touched it, it moved. When you touched it, is there a breed of dog that you could compare its coat to? Well, the skin, it was more like, I would say German Shepherds. But it had like the, um, the under, like the, the, the under part of the germ, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like the skin part was really dark. And then the coat was like grayish black. Yeah, I can only imagine how badly that frightened you. Here you reach out yeah, and you think you're terrifying. about to grab a tree and you've got this dog man's butt cheek right there that you're grabbing a hold of. That's yeah, horrible. it really blended in with the tree. Oh, I'm sure it did. I don't doubt that. Do you think the mangy mutt you saw running towards you would have attacked you if that dog man wouldn't have intervened? No, it had this look of being terrified and scared and just hungry. It was real skinny and it, it just wanted it. It was like scared, you know, it just wanted to be fed. It didn't have this like mean look on it. It had this, like, help me look. But being, I seen that it was very sick. I didn't want it around my animals because I didn't want it them to catch what it had. And I told him to go home. And when I did, that's when the big black dog man stepped out and started running towards it. And when it did, it went down on all fours and was fast. I mean, fast. I've never seen anything run that fast. That poor dog. I can understand why it had to look like that on his face. Before we move on, if you've had a dogman encounter of your own and would like to speak with me about it, whether in private or on the show, either way is fine. Please go to dogmanencounters.com and submit a report. I'd love to hear from you. All right, now that I've shared that with you, let's get back to the show. Considering what that dog man did to that copperhead, do you think they can understand everything that you say to them? Oh, absolutely. I think they have like this, like they can talk to you telepathically. Like they can read your mind, what you're thinking, before you even say it. Well, a lot of eyewitnesses say that this dog man or that dog man spoke with them telepathically, so... You're not the only person to believe that. 
Yeah, I know for sure because they've talked to me when I'm laying there in my bed. They start trying to tell me stuff. And half the time I don't even want to hear it. I just want to go to sleep, you know. But they start trying to talk to me. One night I was like, I wonder what their names are, you know. And it's like it told me. My name's Boudreaux. One of them's name was Boudreaux. And this other one, I can't remember what he said. But it it actually told me when I was thinking, I wonder what its name is. And all of a sudden it told me. Having dogmen getting into your head and talking to you when you're in bed? Yeah, I don't think that's something that I could ever get used to. Yeah, it's it sounds crazy, but that's what's happened to me. Well, I believe you. I believe you. It sounds like you do, but just to verify, do you regret feeding them the way you did? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost like I could never feed them enough. No matter how much food I put out there, they always wanted more. Yeah, well, they have quite the appetite, so that makes sense. I believe it. Have you tried to tell many people about your experiences with them? And if so, how have they responded? Yeah, I regret telling people because they treat you like you're either crazy or you need to go to the mental hospital or you are off your rocker. Like I've told people I've worked with, I've told my family, and they never believe you until they see it for themselves. And that's like with my sister, both of my sisters. They didn't believe me until it happened to them. Well, at least now they know the truth now. Yeah. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Well, it's about time for us to get out of here, Trish. But before we do, do you have any closing comments you'd like to share? I just want people to know that they're not alone in this. Like how I felt all these years until I found this channel. You are not alone. So do not think that you are because there's other people out there that have had these encounters, if not worse. So just know that you're not alone. That's well said. Very well said. Well, Trish, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing all the details of those experiences with us. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's been great having you on. Thanks again so much. Have a great night.